We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, we are just a couple months away from football season kicking off and linking all across the states. And we are joined now by Jeff Patricus of the Milwaukee General Sentinel. Good morning, Jeff. We're trying to look at the Big Ten West and see where teams stack up. Some people think Nebraska gets to seven and a half wins. That's the over-under, same as Wisconsin. I mean, some people put Nebraska as the fourth or fifth best team in the West. I'm curious at Wisconsin, Jeff, what is the expectation this year for the Badgers and what some deem as a wide-open division? Well, I think the expectation in-house would be the same as it it is every year, and that's that they're going to make a run at the division title. They were in a position to do so last year and played poorly in the regular season finale at Minnesota. Now, they had a lot of off-season changes, a lot of personnel, you know, guys that they have to replace, uh, particularly on defense. Uh, and Paul Chris made some uh, changes on his staff where he's basically, in my opinion, taking a big risk by stepping back away from the offense, being more of a CEO role. And he's got a guy in um, Bobby Ingram mm-hmm. as the offensive coordinator who's never coordinated an offense. And he's coaching quarterbacks, and he's never coached quarterbacks. So the expectations are the same, but I, I really it'll be interesting to see what kind of team they can put on the field given all the changes this year. Jeff Patrikas joins us from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I mean, this is all very interesting to me, Jeff. Wisconsin averaged 25.4 points a game last year after managing just 25.1 the previous season. Offense has been a major issue. What is – what are – I mean, what's the – I guess I'll, I'll I'll just go this direction. How is fan patience with Paul Christ right now, with a nine and six league record over the past two years? Well, let me just throw a quick number at you. You mentioned the last two years. That's the first time that they've gone back to back years without scoring twenty six points a game since early on in the Alvarez tenure. Okay, we're talking the early nineteen nineties. Now, as far as Paul is concerned, here's the general narrative. Okay. Here. That is, Paul Chris has forgotten how to call plays. Paul Chris doesn't know how to design an offense, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think that's a crock. Okay. I think, and I've talked to, I've known Paul, his first year here was 2002, then he went away to Oregon State, came back in 05. I've known him as a coordinator, as a head coach. We've talked at length about how you tailor your game plan to what you have and how you, if you have, inconsistent quarterback play, mm-hmm. how it affects the play caller and how you try to do things to compensate for uneven quarterback play. All right. That's what they've had the last two years. If you look at 2019, okay. they had Jonathan Taylor and Jack Cohn. Mm-hmm. That offense was fine. 2020 and 21. Now 20, they couldn't run the ball and they had a first year starting quarterback. The offense struggled last year. Graham Mertz, was back as a returning starter, and they could run the ball, and the offense still struggled. Now, it's not just quarterback play. The, the offensive line was a little bit substandard. Mm-hmm. It was inconsistent, especially at the start of the year. But in my opinion, okay. I don't care who you've got calling the plays. I don't care if you bring in a new coordinator. I don't care what scheme you run. 
if your quarterback can't move the chains when he's, he's asked to and make simple plays and has more turnovers than touchdown passes, your offense is going to struggle. That I don't care what your coach does or calls, it's not going to work. And they need better quarterback play this year. That's, that's the number one priority for me if, when I look at this offense. Okay, so keep it right there then, Jeff. Is Graham Mertz getting pushed by anyone? Or is, it, is it still his job to lose? Is there anybody in that competition with him? No. In the spring, there was still a, a gap between Graham and the, the only guy who's in a position to push him, if it happens in the offseason or in camp, would be Chase Wolf. Because <clears throat> the third guy is a redshirt freshman um, who was running the scout team last year. And when we saw practices in the spring, you could see he was just starting. And plus, they're, they're putting in a new offense, uh, you know, tweaking the offense with a new coordinator. So you could see he was going through some growing pain. So it's either going to be Chase Wolf or Graham Mertz. And the only way it's going to be Chase Wolf is if either he takes a huge jump <laughs> between the end of spring and what we see in camp, or Graham really falls back. And, and quite frankly, I thought Graham was uneven in spring. And hmm. he reminded me of the guy I saw last summer in camp when I would write that. The quarterback play has been really uneven in camp. Mm. And I said that's something to watch. And what I saw in camp was what I saw in the spring uh, with Graham Mertz. So I'm really curious to see how Graham Mertz looks, you know, in August when they when they get together for camp um, to see if he's more consistent than he was. Joined by Jeff Patrikas of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Sentinel talking about Wisconsin football. I'm going to zoom out before we zoom back in. So are you? would you – what do you think of Wisconsin as the favorite to win the Big Ten West? Is that how 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 do you feel about that? Um, you know, I just started working on some stuff like team capsules and looking at schedules yesterday. Okay, so I haven't really looked at you know, okay, Team A has a, a better schedule, a, a more a more friendly schedule than Team B, but I mean. You know, I guess just off the top of my head, you could probably say, based on last year and, and recent history, you'd say, okay, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota, put those three in a hat, and it could come down to who wins at home, who has a little more demanding schedule, who maybe gets nicked up a little bit at, at certain points in the season. Just, you know, early on at this point of the year, without doing a lot of research, I would put those three teams in the hat, and I don't know if, if any of the three – really stand out. I mean, Iowa, to me, still has quarterback issues. Um, Minnesota, and the Minnesota's a team that's interesting because they got their OC back. Yeah, Kirk Scirocco. Um, Kirk, Kirk Yeah, Scirocco. Kirk. Yeah. And when he was there, that's when uh, Tanner Morgan was really, really good, and he struggled without him. So if, if that kid, if they can get that kid playing the way he did early in his career, that's going to be, that'll be an interesting team to watch. Jeff Patrikas joins us. I'm reading this Lindy's, and it says Wisconsin should once again have one of the better defenses in the Big Ten, if not the country. This is a defense that lost eight starters. Is it? Are they? Is this a team that's just going to lean on Braylon Allen and defense? Is that what's? Is that what we're going to see? Braylon Allen and defense. Um, well, let's start with the defense. There, there's one big area of concern with the defense. I think they're they're they've got enough players on the defensive line to break in some new inside linebackers. All their inside linebackers in the spring were guys that you've never heard of. Okay. Unless you really follow the program. So that's, but, but you know this, if, if you've got a, a good nose tackle and some good 
you know, down linemen to take the pressure off those backers, that helps. They went to the transfer portal and got three solid corners to bolster that position. So they're going to be okay there. They're, I think their outside linebacker depth is as good as it's been in the last few years. Okay. Nick Herbig is the name everybody knows, yep. but I think they've got some young playmakers, and that's a key position in this defense. So inside linebackers young, but you got good D in front of them, D linemen. The big position, though, is safety. Last year, Jim, played, Jim Leonard played five guys that he played throughout the year because he has different packages. He'll you know, use a guy in a certain package. Uh, rotate guys through to keep them fresh. They only had two safeties, healthy safeties who had played in the college game in the spring because they lost one guy to a knee injury. So they got a third guy, uh, a young kid from Utah, in the transfer portal. So that's a position that you really need to look at because I think they have a couple good players there. But, man, you know, you know, long season, if you lose a guy or you lose two safeties, that would really hurt the defense. Jeff Patrikas joins us. One last question for me, Jeff. How much – okay, so I know they went and got a corner from UCLA, uh, Jay Shaw, from the portal. How much portal activity has there been from Wisconsin? Uh, very limited. They, they're, they're very um, – I'm trying to think. They looked at their roster and said, okay, where do we need help? Okay. And where they needed help was at corner. They got Shaw from UCLA. Uh-huh. They got a kid from Toledo. They got a kid from Kentucky. Okay. So they got three guys, and all three of those guys are going to be in the rotation. Oh, okay. And then the other spot was the safety position, and they probably wouldn't have gone there if if Travion Blaylock, who's the safety I mentioned earlier, had not suffered a knee injury in, in, in the spring. Uh, if he doesn't go down, they probably don't go for that safety from Utah, who was a high school teammate of Nick Herbig, so they had a really good connection there. I thought they'd go for a tailback, quite frankly. Oh, Um in the portal. And I asked Paul about that on signing day. And he said, no, we feel comfortable with the guys we got because they got Braylon Allen, but you've got Ches Malusi coming off a, a torn ACL okay. hmm. in the victory over Rutgers. And after that, you got some guys who have question marks about, and that's another key position that, you know, in terms of the offense, you don't want to have Braylon Allen carrying the ball as much as he did down the stretch last year when he was the only dependable tailback. Okay. Jeff, how would you describe right now the NIL operation at Wisconsin? They're, uh, let's put it this way. I talked to their athletic director, Chris McIntosh, uh, in April about this. Okay. And they're very comfortable with having kids, whatever the sport, volleyball, football, basketball, take advantage of those opportunities once they, once they are here on campus. It would take them to do a philosophical 180 to say to a recruit, okay, look, what kind of NIL deal do you need to come to play for us? They're not going to go down that road. For sure as hell aren't going to do it right now. Maybe they change if they see other schools using pay for play, but they don't want to do that philosophically. Great, great stuff, Jeff. Wow. Yep. Man. Jeff, Jeff, always good stuff. Thank yeah, you for thank the insight you. today. We will chat with you again down the road. Man. All right, guys. You. Have a good day. All right, good you stuff. too. Jeff Patrikas, okay. Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Why don't we have him Wisconsin. More? Yeah, we should have him on more often, by the way. I mean, that was – he was ready for every question. He was. Jake. You notice that? Try to pattern yourself after that. <laughs> I got him on the show. <laughs> you did. Thank you for that. To, Thank be fair, you. to be fair, I tried to get him on last week, and he was unable. So he maybe okay. was ready for what was going to He come. was really ready. He was. I – you know, listening to that – 
it really illustrates how wide open the Big Ten West is. Well, he said you put in a hat Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota. Yeah, he left, left out Purdue. Yeah, he did. Left out Purdue. Which I think it, Purdue should be in that hat this well, year. Well, Wisconsin just, I mean, they just did a number on Purdue last year. Remember that? Yep. Um, so, that, I mean, there's a lot of questions there, though. I mean, that offense has serious questions because they do have Braylon Allen, and they're going to be good up front again on offense, but they don't have depth at tailback, as you heard. And you look at their receiver group, Jake, mm, not much They've there. They've never been intimidating not, at receiver. Not for a while. I mean, but, they had that dude I liked yeah, a lot. Yeah, they had uh, Quintez Cephas. Yeah, I love I Cephas, him. yeah. Um, Danny Davis was okay. They, they lost Jake Ferguson at tight end. <laughs> They just don't – hey, Jake, that offense doesn't have much, and they lost eight starters on defense. And Graham Mertz is not exactly a hey, You're not a big – no. No. Yeah, no. Well, he had 10 touchdown passes and 11 picks It's last not very year. good. <laughs> Thank you. And they still were a good team. Hey, you know what is good, though? My record in Shut Up Sipple. So that's wrong because there's only been one game this week. It says one and one in the week. We only had – there was no games yes, Monday, Gus. We didn't have no show. Yeah, I'm one and oh. You won yesterday? I did. Okay, so you're one and zero on the yeah. week. We did not have a show. On Greg Monday. from Milford called. Okay, we hadn't heard from Greg. Yeah, and we we went. We neither of us got a question right. We went into overtime, and I prevailed. Uh, Thirteen and seven, six games over. So let's do this. Let's see how it goes today. Four six four five six eight five. Call the takedown sip and trivia. Today is a wild card Wednesday. It has been a long time. So yes, I'm bringing it back for the first time in many, 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 Not many months. Capitals. Oh, it's state capitals today. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, that's no. right. State capitals to begin June. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, Sipple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the Nick down sip and trivia. He is 1-0 and on the week 13-7 and since the reset on a heater right now. How do you feel about state capitals today? <laughs> not that good. It's not world capitals. <laughs> it's state capitals. No. United States. Hey, Gus, I want you to think about something, Gus. I'm, I'm speaking to Gus because he's so young. You know how long it's been since I thought about state capitals, like going to school? I haven't been in school in so long. Since the Stone Age, yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, just do once in a while. Yeah, see me in my office after the show. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll dodge that one. Jeremy, how do you feel about state capitals today? Well, we'll give it a shot. All right, Jeremy, first question goes to you. Here we go. What is the capital of Washington? Olympia. Yeah, you got it. Dang it. Olympia. I was correct. ready for that. You would have had that yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sip, uh, for the tie, your first question. What is the capital of Oregon? <laughs> Go back to your high school, middle school, elementary days of 
There's geography. I got three Columbus things in high. my <laughs> Salem. Is it Salem? You don't hear much about Salem. No, Oregon, you don't. But that is the correct no. answer. One one tie. Jeremy, for the lead, your last question. What is the capital of Montana? Oh, God. I think it's Billings. Is it Billings? Nope, it's not Billings. Sip, do you want? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got this one. I just don't know how to pronounce That's it. fine. Helena. Helena. Helena or Helena. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Is correct. For the win to go 2-0 to begin the week. Sip, your last question. What is the capital of Kentucky? Oh, that's easy. I know what the – I, I, I know this one because I think um, – mm, Frankfurt. <laughs> Look at this geography whiz over here. Frankfurt is nice. correct. Jeremy, we'll get you bagels and coffee. Yeah, play that horn. Thank you for calling in and calling down the road. You bet. All right. So how about you. that? Nice win today for you, Sip. Whoa. See, I'm not as well dumb done. as I think. Um, so Ooh, Let's see how that goes for the tiebreaker then. Okay. You've got three questions yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would have had Olympia. You would have had all four right. Yeah, I would have. I would have had, had all four right, yeah. Okay, Sip. So Pierre is the capital Pier. of South Dakota. Okay. What is the population of Pierre mm. as of 2020? Pierre. Mm, 57,265. Try 14,091. Ooh, that's small. Yeah. That is small. Well, South Dakota's not a very populous state. Sioux Falls is a lot Thank of people. You. Thank you, Jake. The Black Hills are getting more... <laughs> one thing, getting, what, one what? thing we both need to avoid is just stating the blatantly obvious. Sometimes well, South Dakota is not a very <laughs> Some people state. out there maybe have never been there would not know that. Because uh, they uh, think Sioux Falls is a good-sized city. would not know that? Sioux Falls has under just about 200,000 people. That's a pretty good-sized town. Mm -hmm. Rapid City has about 90,000 now. Beyond that, hey, say that again. Much. Say I'm home. Sioux Falls. Sioux what? Falls is just under, I believe, two hundred thousand people. Okay, so it's still about a hundred thousand short of Lincoln. Yeah, but it's a good-sized town. It's growing. Sioux Falls and Rapid City are both growing. There's your South Dakota news today. They are a growing state right now. Yeah. We'll bring in DP and J for the spillover next on early break on the ticket. <laughs> 